You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. Dr. Kent A. Keel is the author of The Psychopath Whisperer, The Science of Those Without Conscience. Dr. Keel, could you read to us from the book? Yet now, as I walk past the metal detectors at the entrance to the compound, surrounded by razor wire, I paused and wondered what the hell I was thinking. I would be working, all alone, on the forbidding task of conducting in-depth interviews with the prison's most violent inmates, many of whom have been assessed as psychopaths. After the interviews, I plan to administer EEG tests, measuring electrical impulses in the brain in response to emotionally loaded words, data that would help us understand the connections between psychopathic brain processes and behavior. Kent, one of the things I think that makes this book so fascinating is the way you combine your own story with the stories of patients and the stories of the technology and the development of this whole field of science that, in a sense, you created. Talk about what we knew about psychopaths. Well, in the early 90s, we were really focused on assessing psychopathic traits to try to predict recidivism. That is, it turns out that if you lack empathy, guilt, and remorse in all different domains of your life, at home, at work, at school, with family, with friends, with relationships, and in your criminal behavior, that it's very likely that when you get released from prison, you're going to come back in 60 days, 100 days, etc. And so what we were trying to do was to help inform and help parole boards assess these types of risks such that they could make better decisions about how and when to release different inmates. And... To do this, one of the things that was developed was the psychopathy checklist. Talk about what is on that list and how it was developed. Well, the psychopathy checklist was really created out of 200 years of psychiatric interviews and assessments with individuals that we have described through various terms as having psychopathy or being psychopathic. The checklist is 20 items, things like glibness and superficial behavior, conning manipulative behaviors, lack of empathy, guilt and remorse, impulsivity, irresponsibility. There's a strong developmental course, so early childhood problems, very severe, persist through severe adolescent delinquency, manifest, continued as an adult, and so there's a trajectory of developmental problems. And it's all of those 20 different characteristics that the psychopathy checklist has kind of defined how we assess those characteristics, how you score them, how you have to have information from different domains of their life to score traits. That's what the psychopathy checklist is. We've gone past just a checklist, though. You've helped develop science so that we can measure the brains. Talk about the paralimbic system and the problems you discovered with fMRI. Well, we discovered over the years, using a variety of different brain imaging techniques, that there was a cluster of different brain regions that were consistently showing impairment. And it turns out that anatomists actually have a term that they use to describe called cytoarchitectonics, different organizations of brain structures and, and things that are kind of spatially distant from each other. The paralimbic system is actually a, a group of structures in the brain that develops along a similar trajectory, has similar types of neurons, similar types of organization. And it's that system that all of our different studies have shown appears to be very impaired, both structurally but as well functionally, using that technique that you said, functional MRI. Talk about the impact of neuroscience on law. Well, neuroscience has really invaded the legal system. There's now thousands of cases in which, you know, neuroscience and, and not just looking at scans, but actually computer-aided algorithms, analyzing brain density, brain structure, brain function, being influenced in the legal system. Everything from looking at things like eyewitness memory all the way down and through, does a patient have some mental illness like schizophrenia or psychopathy? And so neuroscience has really, I think, 
innovating and changing the legal system and challenging the legal system to innovate in order to how to understand and accommodate this new information from all the science that's been done you know, in the last 10, 15 years. Dr. Kent A. Keel is the author of The Psychopath Whisperer, The Science of Those Without Conscience. Thank you for joining me, Kent. Thank you very much for having me. With time to read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.